Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Let's go, girls! I feel like I just have to taste. Boots house slay, honey. The cord's gotta be looped up, honey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to the Sav and Sean show. I am one of your hosts, Sav. I am one of your other hosts, Sean. And this is our show. This is our show. Hence the name. Can I just tell you what I love? Uh, is the little bit at the end of the theme that's like, yeah, I love a good horn yeah. at the end of something. Or like even in like a, a hook. It was super synthy. I love a good... Yeah. Just, I think it adds a little level of spice. And it's memorable. Right. It's memorable. A little bit of spice. I follow this guy on TikTok. I don't know if I follow him or if he's just popped up in my For You page a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, he always does like, these are my favorite song or sounds in music. And he does like a couple too, yeah. of songs, and it's like one of them is like in Slow Hands by Niall um, from One Direction. Ah. It's that, oh, yeah, the very <laughs> beginning. And it's like shit like that. That's not necessarily like a, a singing thing, but like mm-hmm. just sounds that are incorporated in the music that he just finds satisfying. And half of them I like, yes. And the other half I'm like, eh. Right. But I think it's interesting. Some you super relate to, some not too much. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, it's that that riff line because I say this all the time for uh, Shania Twain's "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." It's that mm-hmm. nothing. It's like everything in my heart. I'm gonna lean back and turn my head from the microphone because I'm gonna be loud about this. But it's like and everything in my heart is like, "Let's go, girls!" Like, I'm like, "Let's feminism. go, let's go, <laughs> let's go, ladies." Mine. I I really like the sound and formation that like boom boom. Like that in the very beginning. I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like a string that's been pulled too tight that's been plucked, kind of. Oh, yeah. Like you used to do on those little guitars, like the tissue box guitars. Like the plastic strings. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like that sound. Made from like fishing line or whatever. Another one I like, of course, is um, In Disturbia by Rihanna. The what's wrong with me? (laughs) Why Why do do I I feel feel like this? this? (laughs) From what you mentioned with Beyonce, I'm very similar because I really enjoy. in partition mm-hmm. the in the interim bit where you like are going into the actual driver role of the partition please where it's that random like sound bite from somebody who's like beyonce 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 <laughs> yes. I, I love it i love it iconography truly i guess we should talk about what our topic is today because oh. i don't think we said that yet no we literally haven't it's music what us going on a tangent right off the bat again shocking us no we don't do that we are very clear-cut and obviously quite scripted on this channel hey now hey now this is what dreams are made of yes 
It's going to be hard talking about music this entire episode without getting flagged for copyright. <laughs> I know. And especially as as people that like to sing everything they say, this is going to be a challenge. Right. Um, what's some of your favorite genres of music, Jonathan? Well, it's it's weird. Here's the thing, because I think that I, I give main character energy, but I feel like I just give loner bitch energy because I I want to be like, I'm different. But the main music that I listen to is, like, 90s, 2000s alternative and musical theater. That's, like, it. <laughs> That's a very vast spectrum. Yeah, and I'm, I've always been, like, I'm so eclectic. But, like, looking back when I describe that to people, they're probably like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm screaming. Yeah, you do have a, an interesting selection of music, I think. It's definitely, I would say, like, you have a good mix of, like, indie hits in there, too. Indie, oh. indie bangers. My, my, I have this playlist, right, which should honestly have a better name than it does, but I've just given up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Fun Spotify Picks. And it is <laughs> a weird, eclectic range of things that, like, TikTok has recommended to me or Spotify has recommended to me, and I've just fallen down rabbit holes. Can I actually share some selections? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So... M- I've had this place for like a little over a year or two. So it just, you can tell the different phases of my life and you'd think that I'd create different playlists, but it all just stays on the it's same just the same dump of music. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so we'll start out with my like most, uh, like where I felt like it got kind of good. So I have Maniac by Conan Gray, which is pretty That's popular. That's a banger, yeah. Yeah, solid song. Overwhelmed, Royal and the Serpent, um, because I am overwhelmed. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling overwhelmed. Uh, Working for the Weekend by Max and BBNO dollar sign. Um, But the only reason that I found this song was because I'm a big AJR fan. Mm -hmm. Um, And they did a collab for this song. So I was like, oh, you can hear their sound. You mean this isn't everybody's working for the weekend it's not what the heck then i have two in complete succession um and i feel like now is as good a time as ever to mention these are both fast car and use somebody which are covers by our friend john sparling john they fucking slap the most talented little bean i love him he's great he was such a gift to like become friends with and like it was wild how we became his friend he is so good at what he does like he's just truly one of the most talented people i've ever met i've never seen him do anything half-assed ever all of the music that he releases is not only good quality but you know i like how some people do covers and they're like bleh he does covers and he like switches it up and like makes it really fun he's so talented john we love you we love you john you're the best also for the record go ahead and uh take a moment listener and pause us and then go and listen to can't stop this loving you um by the john sparling band and fabiola rivera one of our other friends who is fabioli ravioli yeah who (laughs) is ravioli fabiola um (laughs) who was on another episode of the pod um the sav is the mayor flavor town episode the real fans would would know who we're talking about so (laughs) just if you're if you don't know then obviously you're a fake fan so right exactly yeah and then We hit my weird shanty-like phase. So I have, like, Strawberry Blonde by Mitski, uh, Soldier Poet King by the Oh Hellos, Ship in a Bottle by Finn, which is literally a sea shanty. Um, then we go into TikTok made me put this on the playlist, mm-hmm. uh, where this guy that I found on TikTok, his name is Peter McPoland. Um, he's got the song Eloise that's really good, and here's to the prom queen. Um, the Send Me On My Way, Guy Meets Girl cover. 
well, you know, the one that's like acoustic. It's like, send me on my way. On my way? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, And then now we're at this weird phase where it's just uh, Dirty Imbeciles by The Happy Fits is another good one that I like. Uh, Moscow by Otto Hart. Um, Don't Lose Sight by Lawrence. Lawrence is another one of my favorites. They just you released a new Lawrence. album. Oh, did, did you see they released a new album? No. Oh, you have to listen. It is so good. I'm still trying to gather the courage to listen to the Olivia Rodrigo album. Oh, that's true. I, you know I could talk for hours about Sour. But yeah, gonna... we know. Sour <laughs> hours. Hours and hours of Sour. Welcome to the Sour Hour, <laughs> starring Savage Sean. That's, that should have been what our show was called. Oh, my God. That's uh, Yes, you are so right. Is it too late to go back? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it too late now to say sorry? <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah it is it is it it, it passed its prime so those are some of my faves what are some of yours are we talking songs or like genres of music both hit me with both um i just i love i love classic rock and i don't really know where that came from my dad has really good taste in music Mm -hmm. i think is where a lot of that came from but my dad also like you listens to that like early 2000s late 90s like alternative Rock, where the lead singer of every single band sounds exactly the same, you know? Very Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, the one song I remember was like Lips of an Angel. Mm. Um, what was the other one? Um, Three Days Grace was a band that we heard a lot. But then oh, yeah. he also would throw on like some of the classic tunes that I really like. My mom has really good taste in music, but her taste is more on like the disco kind of side. Ooh. Um, so like the B-52s. Um, what was the one? Groove is in the high. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a song she played all the time. I love that song. Um, and my grandpa likes like the old school, like mall shop classics from like, you know, 40s, 50s. Lollipop. Pop. Yeah, but like be- better than that. So it's like I feel like I have a pretty wide range of music taste. Mm-hmm. Um, except for pop music. I really don't love a lot of pop music. I have to play it because of my job. I have to have like, you know, modern music sometimes, but right. most of the time nowadays any song that's on the radio just doesn't really interest me. Pop artists don't really thrill me. A lot of them do get overplayed, and I think we've talked about this probably on another episode, I believe, but you run into this thing where it's like a four chord structure, seven repeats of a chorus, so it becomes an earworm. And the chorus is the same, like two words. It's right. like, oh, baby, baby. Oh, oh, baby, baby. Yeah. Oh, oh, baby, baby, baby. Like, that's not a chorus. Yeah, Those are chorus. two words. You know and what I mean? And there's no complexity, and it's all literal rhyme, and I fucking hate literal rhyme. And I think a lot of pop artists who are so obsessed with like the look and like being a brand and yes, an icon and it's like it's not about music anymore. Music isn't written. I'm not saying all music nowadays is like this because there are a couple of songs that like you know are an exception mm-hmm. and a couple of artists that don't fit this mold. But I just feel like the music is simple and it's meant to be catchy and played at like clubs and stuff like that. Right. And that's all it is. And music from a couple of decades ago just was written with more thought and like more intention and yeah. we're, we're more complete pieces because of it and we're more interesting like because of the song like because of that like than songs nowadays right i think there's also something to be said about like quote unquote superiority about like music taste and i think part of it too is like y- you can absolutely sort of like um 
call out the industry and the creator of the shit, right? Like of the mm-hmm. shit music that's going on at the moment. But then you also have to turn the um the lens onto the consumer. Yeah. Cuz like just where we are as as a society at the moment, it's like the reason why this keeps getting pumped out is because it's being received well. But if you look at the music that's being received well, so one of my favorite examples is like um looking at the songs on tiktok the song that was really huge was the put your records on Mm -hmm. that's a a sample of a different song same thing as like dua lipa's um i should have stayed at home because i was doing better alone that guitar riff is sampled from an in excess song right which is a rock band you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. people which the whole purpose of her album future nostalgia is like to have that feel of like old songs that are recognizable that are familiar and like putting a twist on them so like that works for her but like ariana grande seven rings that's my favorite things from the sound of music you know what i mean all music is like just a sample or a copy or a reiteration of something else that's already been done so we've never had an original thought ever in our entire lives well we haven't in a very (laughs) long time i think but like even i watched this interview with dave grohl how, like, when he was in Nirvana, all of the drumming licks that he did were, like, basically ripped off from this one disco band. Hmm. Like, the rhythms and everything. And so yeah. it was just, like, yeah, it's all straight from this band. And if you listen, you can tell. Like, that's all it is. Music is just... They say it about Olivia Rodrigo stole... Not um, stole, but... Um, she sampled from um, Misery Business for yeah, Good For You. Yeah. That's what they say. Because uh, TikTok really brought a big... Um, like they paid close attention because there's this whole trend about like mashing up songs together, which by the way, for the record, mm-hmm. I get really frustrated that we've been playing the mashup game for years. Yeah, I know. And now it's, be- I'm like, Savannah, if we had just gotten ahead of the curve. I know, but wow. I can't use software like that. So I That's can't true. do that. Imagine us with like logic literally sitting there like we we're the biggest fucking idiots. <sighs> Um, but yeah, so with the, uh, with the sampling, um, they mashed together so perfectly because the, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was someone else too, like an older rock musician, but he had like released a statement being like, yo, I'm cool with it. That's what music's for. Like changing and growing and fixing and making it different. Oh, I think Courtney Love shaded somebody the other day. She shaded Olivia Rodrigo for stealing her album artwork. Oh. But that, I didn't think that had anything to do with the music. No, so it doesn't have anything to do with the music. Also, Courtney, hot take here. Courtney, you're the last person who should be talking shit to anybody who's a music creator. What have you done, babe? Where's the white lighter? Hmm? <laughs> Sorry, that was savage. You're responsible for your husband's death. I like that you say hot takes. And then you just say something really mean. That's like saying with all due respect. And then being disrespectful. And then being disrespectful. Like, it doesn't give you, like, an okay to say something shitty. <laughs> That's know? true. It's really, it's not an okay to say something shitty. It's just a precursor so somebody knows that something shitty's coming. So, um, as you were saying about the industry. Oh, no, as I was saying about the industry, I suppose. What were we saying about the industry? Oh, about uh, consumers... Um, versus what's being put out versus sampling and how all those come into play. I honestly, it's been a few years, so don't quote me on this, but I think there was an NPR article that talked about like the structure of music now and how it directly relates to education. Now, we're not really going to go too deep into it, but I thought it was really interesting that the reason why the simplicity is so responsive is just because of people's focus on education at the moment. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So you're a music creator, right? Like, you make music? 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go that far to be like, I'm a musician, but I've made a thing or two here or there, yes. So experience-wise, how do you think, because you've made some songs that are like really pop-influenced and have done really awesome, and then you also have some like real emotional bangers. I call them bangers because I love your work. Uh, (laughs) Sad bop. A bop. If you will. Above, if you will. <laughs> um, so how how do those things like influence? Like where do you get some of your inspiration to write? I don't know. Again, I'm sounding very interviewee, but you know where I'm going. I don't know, honestly. I sometimes I'll just get like an idea or a rhyme or something that kind of feels catchy and I'll write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I like it enough, if it's catchy enough, I'll kind of build on it. But it's been a really long time since I've felt the desire or the need to write anything. So yeah. I, I I honestly don't even remember what it feels like. Well, in terms of like past experience, because the way that your brain works or works, whatever, um, it always comes across very like your brain works in a way that you can hear it in your brain. Like at least that's how yeah. it seems to me. My brain doesn't do that at all whatsoever. I can't just like hear what words sound like musically in my head. Anytime I come up with lyrics, they always come with a melody. Yeah. Whether or not the melody stays the same throughout the entire process remains to be seen. But it's like normally that's what gets me to like want to work on it more is if I'm inspired by the melody, how it kind of sounds in my brain and the rhyme scheme. There's just something about it that all kind of clicks together and then I like want to explore it more. Right. So they build off of each other. But a lot of times, too, I kind of end up trapping myself because I find that a lot of my melodies end up sounding really similar right off the bat. So I need to kind of steer clear and make sure I'm challenging myself and making things that are new and interesting and that's part of the challenge of like i don't play instruments super particularly well Mm -hmm. which is something i'm trying to get better at because that's why i don't really call myself a musician because everything i do is digital on a computer but um not saying that people that do that aren't musicians but like i feel like there's a a level of skill and practice and like you know right that you need to be able to play an instrument that I don't have. So I don't feel comfortable calling myself like a musician. Well, I mean, you do play piano to an extent. Not and, well. But you do. Uh, yes. That, I mean, I'm I'm not agreeing by saying you don't play it well, but you play it more than I know. Because um, I'm self-taught too. I've never taken a class or anything. And I know that. So I'm not walking around trying to be like, I play the piano. Like, right. I know I don't. Yeah. Um. So that's something I want to try to work on this year is like just trying to learn a instrument. But you get the job done. I mean, Um, I learned one of the least marketable, uh, like, proactively instruments ever. The trombone? Yes. I played the trombone for, like, seven to eight years, and I have not picked one up. I can't even tell you the last time that I did. And it's not like, oh, my gosh, let's hear you play something on the trombone. It's like an ensemble instrument. You're not I'm just screaming. You're not banging out a solo on the trombone. I, unless it's that one song where it's like... Seven Nation Army? Yes. Which you can do on the trombone. I'm gonna fight them all. I love that song. It is a very good song. And it's funny that you mentioned about, like, uh, like uh, using everything on, uh, like, a laptop, like, digitally. Because mm-hmm. uh, I look at, like, EDM creators, and mm-hmm. I'm like, how? How? It's not my it's not my genre. I don't particularly... It, it doesn't incite... I feel like it's an ASMR situation. Yeah. Where, you know, like, some people, they really get that response from ASMR, and they're like, wow. When I listen to EDM, it... 
I don't respond to ASMR that way. I don't respond to EDM that way. I get that it has its like its peaks and its mm-hmm. valleys and its whole thing, and it, like it's a real big vibe. But you know, you're not gonna catch me popping a tab of Molly, going with like my glow sticks and my mesh shirt on the yeah, dance floor. Same. I mean, I will go on the dance floor with the glow sticks and uh, a mesh shirt, but that's just a Tuesday for me. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Come on, Southern night. <laughs> hey, Northern Lights, Orlando's how to stay spa. Sometimes I miss that place. And then other times the idea of being in a club with other people just makes me want to crawl in a hole and die. I was there pre-pandemic. Um, and it, we had like spent a long time away from that place. And then we had, I went uh, with one of our other friends, just us two. And I'm there and everybody's around and I'm like, oh no, this is exactly why we don't come here anymore. I was like, we are not these people. And it makes me feel so old. I'm like, and it's the same way that I can't appreciate like EDM. Um, I feel like I'm 80. I'm like, turn it off. Yeah, I feel like I just have good taste. Yes, I, I would also agree with you. You've definitely brought some artists into my life that I didn't listen to as frequently um but i sort of listen to now like fleetwood is a perfect example i obviously they're hits right you know like everybody knows the hits i feel like i liked fleetwood mac and then everyone else started liking fleetwood Mac. oh no not one of these no well because i saw (laughs) fleetwood mac in concert i want to say in 2013 yeah so i've been liking them for like a hot minute and then i saw them in concert and i was like really 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 into them Mm -hmm. um and then I feel like after that, everyone like started using that as like a relevant personality trait of like, I like Fleetwood Mac and like wear flower crowns and like, yeah. you know, take photos of myself in a sunflower field. Thank you, American Horror Story Kevin. Yeah. And so I was just kind of like, no, I don't even want to advertise it. Right. I <laughs> don't want to like, advertise it. I do want to write an entire jukebox musical to it, but I don't want to advertise yeah, it. Yeah, for real. That's kind of my vibe. <laughs> Don't I'm shy. Don't don't look at me. Don't make me sing. <laughs> well, you just don't make me no, but for real, don't look at me. <laughs> don't, don't look Please at me. Don't. Uh, <laughs> that's so freaking funny. Don't um, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. <laughs> wow. She's she's not even running, she's jogging. Yeah, I'm not even I have not even warmed up yet. I'm just naturally this good. What can I say? Wow, look at those cords. Well They're swollen, honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually never went over your like your top uh, listens on like Apple Music. Do you? I don't even know how to check that. I guess if you just like pull up your thing, or do, if you have any playlists or anything. I know okay. you usually just go through your entire shuffle library, but maybe there's like top stuff. Yeah, let me see. Oh, 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 hello. Oh, oh. I was saying, oh, Riley. <laughs> Auto birds. Ow. Not sponsored. Here's what you've been listening to. I guess not. And that's what oh, you wait. missed on Glee. Your top songs by year for 2021. Okay, here we go. There you go. So half of them are like the songs I use for work for my dance classes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm Still Standing from the Sing soundtrack. <laughs> Which is your tap warm-up, so we love that. Yeah, Orinoco Flow by Enya. <laughs> I love Enya. Enya. Oh um, Miranda Sorry. by Fleetwood Mac. 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago, which is a banger, and I will take no arguments at this time. That is such a good song. Um, The song... <laughs> From the credits of the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> it's called Friends or Family. Oh my gosh. And it is just so good. Um, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Love Shack by the B-52s. Um, 
Last Train to Clarksville by the Monkees is a pretty good song. Paranoid by Black Sabbath. <laughs> Cover Girl by RuPaul. <laughs> also a banger. We won't be in the club, but we will definitely dance around at home. To <laughs> hey Ya by Outkast. <laughs> um, Poison Ivy by The Coasters is like an oldie that's pretty good. I had a gig once where... Um, I was doing this thing at the resort that I work at, and uh, it was all pirates and princess themed. And there was this playlist of all, like, it was like quintessential what you'd see at like a 10 year old's birthday party. So we're talking Cha Cha Slide, Cupid Shuffle, uh, Stop It. All these other, like, the really good, Who Let the Dogs Out, you know, <gasps> all those good ones. And Hey Y'all was there. And my character um, was like this uh, British first mate pirate. Um, you mean you mean Clarence? Clarence Mockingbird the third. Clarence Mockingbird <laughs> the third, of course. Not to be mistaken for my father. That's Clarence Mockingbird the second. That would that would yeah, that'd be make sense. suffixes yeah. and all, you know, other yeah. great stuff. Um, but uh, I would I would sing Hey Ya. Uh, I <laughs> but I wouldn't really sing it, so I would just do the lyrics in the accent. You think you've got it? Oh, you, you think, think you've, you've got, got it? it. <laughs> Um, another one that I can't believe I didn't think of before. This is my, like, I play this song every Saturday because I like a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting by Elton John, which is, Such of a good course. Song. Um, another song that I really like that I found on Instagram before I deleted it is called, it's all one word, mm-hmm. no spaces, Tied Up Right Now by Parcels. It's pretty groovy. The one I need is tied up right now. I was I saw it in a video of a girl roller skating, and I thought Ooh. it was cool. Honestly, uh, people who roller skate, I always look at them and I'm like, how? The vibes are immaculate. I don't get it because the it's not even like you're at a rink, right? It's I not even like you're stylized be for that, that reason. Cool. Never. Yeah, they just look that awesome, and they have yeah. that much coordination and balance, and like and they're doing weird footwork. Yeah, like fuck that. In your fucking crop top. Uh, striped tee and your your acid wash denim and then your your roller skates with like a cool colored wheel and you're just like vibing. I just I I see those people and I'm like I want to I want to be you. I would I want for a day just a day. <laughs> I want to just round out with a couple. I haven't gone through this whole list, but just to show you again my music taste. These are, these are my most played. Lakeshore Drive by Aliota Haynes, Jeremiah, one of the greatest songs ever. Blister in the Sun and video games, the Trixie Mattel covers, of course. Of course. Um, Bombo Leo (laughs) by the Gypsy Kings from the Sing soundtrack. Um, Africa by Toto, because when I need to to just scream something, that's what I really go with. Um, Life is a Highway by Rascal Flatts. (laughs) Wow. And... um, Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. That's a good one. There's another song I really like that I discovered this year. It's called Came Out of a Lady um, by the band is called Rubble Bucket. Um, Rubble Bucket. Yeah. Pretty good. You've played it for me a couple times. I really vibe with it. I it's it's it. another one that has a good horn section. Like, it's just, it's groovy and you like listening to it. It, like, makes you happy. Yeah. And the lyrics are kind of necessarily not super happy, but, like, it's good. It's a good song. It's I banger. love it. Those are my hits. <laughs> well, uh, I think now would be a really good time to take a break, yeah? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Guess who's back? It's us. 
We're back again. Hello. We are. How was your break? It was good. It was good. I um I did what I always do. I went, ingested some nicotine, lamented a bit, FaceTime my sister, you know, normal things. Ooh. I'm just holding out for the day that uh this break actually includes us uh doing ads. That way it's not just an instrumental. <laughs> Maybe we can like write commercials. Our, our own commercials. Well, uh, music. Music. Please don't stop the music. 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 Have you ever looked at somebody who, uh, like, ASL interpreters at, like, concerts and stuff? Have you seen videos of I those? love it. I love when they get really into it and, like, yeah. they're dancing along with it and they're really into what they're signing. I feel like it just adds to another level of the performance because, like, if the performer's on stage with a lot of energy and the interpreter's just, like, signing right. half-assed, then it's, like, I feel like the people that are hard of hearing are getting the full experience. Yeah, it makes it so they're, like, in it with them. Yeah, Like, it's exactly. not different. I think that's really cool. It's almost like they're performing, kind of. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Hi, I'm an actor and an ASL interpreter. <laughs> this works out perfect. <laughs> God, I wish I'd ever learned ASL. So relevant, yet also niche. It shouldn't be so niche. It should be a more commonly... Mainstream thing, yeah, for yeah. sure. But it is still pretty cool. Now, um, are you of the mind... Music wise, of people, no. <laughs> you know, when they say in like, uh, like when you're filling out like official legal documents and it's like, I insert name here of sound mind and no. body. No, <laughs> neither. I have neither of those things. Well, we'll make sure not to give you any official documents, but, um, where there are those people and I don't, I don't want to make it sound pretentious because I kind of feel like I am one of those people and I don't want to make myself seem like an asshole, but, uh, records sounding better than like digital format when it comes to a way to like consume music to listen to music i enjoy records um i enjoy listening to modern artists on records because i think it it adds a certain quality Mm -hmm. to the sound because music made today was not necessarily made to be played on records right um so I enjoy that, but I also really enjoy listening to records that were made specifically like to be put on vinyl because I think that there's just a different thing in the mastering or something that just makes them sound better. Like the depth of sound. Yeah, and I like I like the sound that comes out of a record player. Like I like that quality of sound. Yeah. Um and I feel like our world is so digital right now. It's nice to have something that's like a tangible thing that yeah. you have to like actually go and control movement. and put the the record in and like put the needle on. So yeah, I like that. I'm the same way. Where I I could listen to something digitally and still resonate with it. I could listen to something uh, on a record itself and still resonate. But I like the actual activity, the action of it, and I like. Um, this makes me sound like a tool, but I like the aesthetic of it. I like, you know, oh, my my record collection. I like the talking point of it, the activity. Yeah. I don't necessarily have a collection of records. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Um, I have several that were gifted to me, like, for my birthday and stuff. Um, and then a couple that I bought, but I really don't have, like, a collection. Yeah. Um, I think eventually once we move and get settled into our new place, I would like to get like a little shelf and start building a more substantial collection. Agreed. I I wouldn't call my collection a collection either, really. Like collection in quotes. Um, I think I have like 12, maybe 13. I have one, two, 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> eight, woo. Uh, and uh, the, they they very much vary in the same way that my own uh, taste has varied. So I have like Panic at the Disco, Lying is the Most Fun Girl Can Have Without Taking Her Clothes Off, I think is the name of the album, their titular album. Um, I have Far Too Young to Die by them as well. I have, uh, I think, two Barbara Streisand albums. One, Come on, Babs. We love her to bits. One is her like Broadway cover album, which I had on CD. Oh my god! And then got on record. Um, <laughs> when as I was growing up, so I really liked that one. In fact, I had it on CD. This is how meta it goes. I had it on CD tangibly, and then. I burned it, like I uploaded it into iTunes years and years and years ago, I think like 2004, um, so that it was available for like streaming. And then <laughs> I bought Stop. a record to it. So it's like we're going forwards and backwards. Um, Amy Winehouse's Back to Black, I have. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, such a good one. I have um, the Dookie album by Green Day. That's a good one too. Yes, I like that one. It's a really good one. I have uh, the Tusk album by Fleetwood. I also have Rumors. I think I have a Bette Midler album that I bought as well because I love Bette Betty Midler. Midler. <laughs> Betty Midler. Betty Midler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And I, I've never ever come across somebody that I've been like, hey, do you want to go like check out this record shop? Just like browse. And they've been like, ugh, no. Yeah, for real. It's a fun activity. And normally you can find a pretty good deal. Yeah. It's the more modern records are more expensive. Exactly. Although I would, I would want... Um, that uh harry styles i think it was like a watermelon sugar single because uh, the album is like green and it, oh it's gorgeous the olivia rodrigo vinyl is purple <gasps> what yeah it's out i think it's it might be out for pre-order oh my god cut to me buying it right now <laughs> we're gonna take another quick break <laughs> <laughs> so sean can go and purchase this jerk album. off to the sour album we'll be right back <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's a good album he's gonna go do that i'm gonna sit here and cry um who said i wouldn't be jerking off and crying it's the sour album you're right it's just a typical <laughs> wednesday for me so. <laughs> same uh but i don't take naps and you will take one immediately after that <laughs> I told you I can't take naps anymore. <laughs> so uh, you write music. Uh, we like records. We have our particular music tastes. You also sing music, I well, as, as most people tend to do. Well, singing is a loose <laughs> term here. I love how this entire time you're, you've just been like, well, you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Uh, it's all subjective. I'm garbage. <laughs> no, you're a pretty good singer. <laughs> Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I've never heard that before. Oh, I those uh, phrases like that happen to me mostly at work, where I'm just like talking to a table or something, and I'll just say shit that I've never said in my life. <laughs> it just comes out of your mouth. You're like, like hello? Yeah, I'm like, who is this? This isn't me. I don't recognize this person. <laughs> who am I? But, um, who am I? Two is a word. Uh, but we are also uh, fans of karaoke. In fact, that was sort of like the basis of our friendship for a long time. I wrote a whole fucking musical about karaokeing in a bar, basically. Yeah. And then we did that, and we did that multiple times a week, and then had the audacity to go, why are our lives falling apart when we were getting blackout drunk <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday, Friday <laughs> during the work week? 
Yeah, not proud to admit that. I'm really glad that I don't do that anymore. Yes. It's been some time since we've done that, honestly. Like, the last time I remember actively going out and singing karaoke, honestly, was, like, 2019. Yeah, I can't remember the last time. Well, that's not true. I actually just went to karaoke the other day, but it was a very different experience. Like, I will say, I'm kind of amazed that I'm even alive at this point because of just... my poor liver how did, yeah. I, how did it survive bro like i haven't been i haven't had that much fun <laughs> to that extent in like years. years i don't think we could again i think if we even tried it would be donezo i could die powers out well i also haven't had whiskey since like we were in our karaoke days because that was like the main thing i was like oh my gosh i was like this is what's ruining everything <laughs> drinking malt liquor like it was it was pretty pretty intense Pretty intense. But there were some bangers. There were some bops. What are some of your go-to karaoke songs? I like What's Up by Four Non Blondes. That's my go-to because nine times out of ten, everybody in the bar will end up singing with you. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. I feel the same way uh, because I do Mr. Brightside Mm -hmm. by The Killers. Oh, yeah. That's another one where everybody's like, we're going to sing along. You remember the time when we were doing karaoke at Southern and then we were just choosing songs that people would respond to in the crowd? (laughs) Yes, for sure. That was like, that's part of the game, bro. With karaoke, it's a performance, dog. It's not just for you. It's for the room. Yeah, it's for everybody. You can't show up to a party and then do a sad bop. Yeah, I would also do Creep by Radiohead. That's always a good a good one um if you could hit that that kind of awkward shift at the end of that song yeah if you can hit that then you're solid but you got to make a choice and be confident with it yeah either up the octave or down yeah i was gonna say i was not proud to admit that there were multiple times i made the wrong choice while singing that song but you know what you live and you learn um I, i think another one i would say i typically like sing songs by men yeah, because I find that Real I can't sing. Yeah, I can't sing in the higher register often, um, especially whilst consuming alcohol. Um, so I normally would sing songs by guys, but honestly, I can't really think of anything else. Yeah, I. Um, you have a, a a very niche market as well. That's true. Mine is very repertorial. I usually do the same stuff every time, and it's polarizing because people either really like it because mm-hmm. you, know, you got to gauge your audience. So people either really like it or really don't like it. Correct. And I usually have a couple that I'll pull depending on it. So like I'll do because um, I'm not as vocally talented as you guys. So I'm really vibing off of the the performance of it, the star power. Mm-hmm. That way, at least somebody's interested in what I have to say. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, like I'll do uh, Basket Case by Green Day because everybody knows that song. It's a great song. But not everybody realizes they know that song. So you like start it off and they're like, oh shit, yeah, we're here for it. Um, it's like that song that's like, I've heard this before. What is it? And then as soon as you start singing it, you're like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, it's that one. Um, I like doing, if it's in like a slower jam mood, I like doing Vienna by Billy Joel. What a good choice. Yeah. Interesting. That's another good one. It gets me in my feelings sometimes. Um, and I also empathize with that. Billy Joel is such a great artist. And it's not like anybody's saying that he's not. I mean, no one's ever like, Billy Joel sucks. <laughs> He's overrated. Like, his work's really good. Um, that's another one. I do uh, Disease by Matchbox 20. I I think that's my favorite one that you do. It's fun. I get really gravelly yeah, into it. Yeah, it's just like a good, like, yeah, meh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm diseased. <laughs> I'm diseased. Meh. Uh, ooh, or this one, which everybody does. Like, everybody has done at one point in their lives, but I can only do it 
when we first arrive to the bar. Because after I've consumed alcohol, there's no way. And it's one week by the Bare Naked Ladies. I'm screaming. <laughs> and it has to be like right from the get. Because if I've had a cocktail, it's not coming out of my mouth. The cord's got to be lubed up, honey. They can't be dry. Yeah. Literally, I'll just be like, Chinese chicken. I'm screaming. <laughs> it just won't come. I would say if I ever did return to a bar to sing karaoke, um, which I definitely don't intend to do, any time in the foreseeable future, I would. My first choice, right off the bat, Beelzebub by the Tenacious D. Oh yeah, honestly, yeah. The 100%. duet that she does by herself. I would do all, every part, every <laughs> single part. I would do Cage. I would do Jables. I would do the Devil. I would do all of the instruments. Um, yeah, I would kill it. I'm the devil. I can do what I want. Oh, I would kill it. Kill oh yeah, it. I wouldn't sing it like that. Like I just did. I would sing it like with gusto. But I have no gusto. gusto right now, so. That's fair. I just will not sing it like that. Oh, and then this one, which I'll usually do with somebody else, um, which for some reason, nobody is ever, like, if you're a theater person, if you're not a theater person, this song intrinsically, it just, you'll vibe to it. And you the moment that you leave the bar, you'll never think about it again. And it is uh, the Elephant Love Medley from Moulin Rouge. <gasps> because... <laughs> How dare you? But I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Because if you're in the bar, whether or not you like enjoy musical theater or like musical movies, yada, yada, yada. You, you know every single one of those songs. Yes. And so you'll sing along to them. And then the moment they, it's over, you're like, hmm, that was nice. Never thought about it again. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and that's how I feel about Moulin Rouge in yeah. general. Oh, Ewan. Where the eagles fly. <laughs> Mountain uh, Ugh, so. I'm dead inside. <laughs> Big move. Love isn't real. No, no, that's true. I have nothing to tack on to that. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> and that's that on that. And that's that. That's the tea, sis. You didn't have to pop off so hard, sis. I know, but here I am popping off hard anyway. Slay the boots house down, sis. A rock. I did not like that, any part of that. <laughs> Category is Boots House Slay, hunty. I don't know what any of these words mean. Ooh, you know who's like a really, what what band is also really, really good that fits sort of in that vein where like everybody knows like the hits? It's Queen. She is a killer queen. That's all I know. I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> also, the iconography that is Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury has a voice Unlike any we've ever heard before, I think, as a collective, and probably that we will never hear again. Ever. I've they, never heard done... anyone else sound like that. Never. And uh, Mika sounds very similar. The artist Mika um, sounds similar to Freddie and got a lot of inspiration from Freddie. The guy who, uh, he sings uh, Lollipop. Um, he also does uh, the, I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. Uh, no, I'm not familiar. That's I'm okay. sorry. But uh, yeah, Freddie is incomparably, incomparably talented. So talented, in fact, that each one of his individual teeth were so blown away by his vocals that they separated. <laughs> that's very mean. I know. I'm sorry. Even just as a performer, Freddie really had it all. He yeah. was He was an icon on the stage. He commanded the stage and was powerful and... Truly. And just, you couldn't not watch him. The costumes, the looks, the the way that you can turn a white tank top into iconography. 
I I want to get in a white tank top now, actually. Right now. Let's go. You can have mine. I'm wearing one right now. I don't want it like now, though. I would wash it first because oh. it needs to shrink down. It would be a oh. little big for me. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can have it. I have like so many. I just bought a bunch. I mean, I don't want to take it off of your body. <laughs> well, I have brought a change of clothes. Oh, okay. Cool. Then yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, definitely. Hey, for free. Woo, for free. For free. For me. But yeah, such good hits by them. Oh my gosh, Don't Stop Me Now. I tried doing that at karaoke once and it was an immediate failure. That song failure. is a vocal marathon. It absolutely is. The I tried range. to sing that in the shower. Yeah, that's a marathon of a song for sure. I love Fat Bottom Girls. That's a good one. So good. Um, We will rock you. Of course. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, we haven't talked about, but like... So good. What can we say? There's what what is there to say? I feel like it's quintessential. It's pretty polarizing though because I feel like there are people that think like, oh my god, Bohemian Rhapsody is so overrated, and then I feel like there are people that are like, greatest song of all time. I mean, here's the thing: say what you will. If you want to be like so different that you're going to say that Bohemian Rhapsody is overrated, but also tell me that you're not singing along to some of it, some of it from the moment it comes on. Literally, so many different parts of it have been used in so many different other ways in pop culture that, like, you've heard that song. Anyway. Everybody knows that song. Everybody does. What was the, uh, you already said we are the champions. I was going to say, um, I, the first time I heard Somebody to Love. The Glee version. No, it was the <laughs> Ella Enchanted version with Anne Hathaway from Giving Me a Bone and the guy that ended up growing up to be in the Hannibal Lecter show. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Who yes. I feel like may have also been in Confessions of a Shopaholic. I never, oh, I have seen Confessions of a Shopaholic. That's a good movie. Because the girl from Confessions of a Shopaholic was also in Little Black Book, right? I don't know. I've never seen Little Black Book, but she's married to Sasha Baron Cohen, huh? who is a Borat. <laughs> a Borat. My name is a Borat. Oh, music. Can't live without it. Well, that's not true. A lot of people can live without it. I'm so sorry. I was about to say, for our non-hearing friends, and then I thought about it and said, wow, we are an auditory platform. Uh, our non-hearing <sighs> friends cannot participate. Anyway, I'm a monster. And on that note, if you guys have any uh, music suggestions, things that you would like us to listen to. Send us your playlist. Yes. We would love absolutely nothing more. You can go ahead and DM them to us with those Spotify or Apple Music links or however you do your music um, on Instagram at the underscore Sav and Sean underscore show. Because that's us in our show. Indeed it is. In the name. And it's us. Or you could go like a full You've Got Mail 2003 Tom Hanks scenario and uh, email us your playlist uh, at the 7 Show at gmail.com. Um, or just grab your friends Nick and Nora and then have them give us their infinite playlist. Wow, that myself. joke just made me want to throw myself across the universe. It's okay. Michael Sarah feels the same way. And you can follow Savannah to the moon and back because uh, she's your galaxy baby. That made zero sense. Yeah, it really did make absolutely no sense. Hey, Savannah, why don't you hit us with that official Sav and Sean show theme song? We're Sav and Sean and this is our show. Today we talked about music, but it's time to go. We talked about songs and other songs and mostly songs and karaoke too and also songs. And now we're going to go. Goodbye. Wow. That was absolutely amazing. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hey.
Goodbye. Bye. Are you a hunter or an outdoor enthusiast? Take your love for firearms to the next level with Goat Guns. Our miniatures are an ideal addition to your hunting gear or cabin decor. Each model is meticulously crafted, capturing the essence of legendary firearms. Celebrate your passion for the outdoors by displaying these stunning pieces. With Goat Guns, you can showcase your love for hunting and firearms in a unique and artistic way. Explore our collection now and embrace your outdoor spirit at GoatGuns.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.